0: It was a fast version of Still the Same. I guess Bob's trying to make up for some lost time. Uh, We're starting a little late today. It's so humid. The city's just running like molasses today. Also, no K-Chris. You got C-Chris, and you got the one, the only, Mr. Michael Davey. Hey, everybody. Hey, Mike's back. Uh, If you didn't catch, you probably didn't actually catch the uh, New York Knicks lament that we did a couple, I guess, months back. I had my nearest and dearest Knicks friends come and sort of just pour it out. Talk about why, why being a Knicks fan is so hard, why it's therapy-inducing. Anyway, sad. it's 4th of July weekend. Chris is gone. Phil Jackson gets fired. Mike has to come back on. Cause nobody knows New York basketball like Mike Davy. On a
1: holiday weekend. <laughs> On a holiday weekend, <laughs> when everyone else is out of town, I'm the man to come to.
0: Mike was like, "Oh yeah, that's I have I have a completely open slate." That's right. Yeah. That's great. I love it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna also get steaks after this, right? Friend
1: with no kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you did just get married. That's right. Yeah. So, Mike, congratulations. Thank you very much, uh, Chris. You were there. How did it feel running it back?
1: It was awesome. I, you know, as I think most people, it's a blur. But uh I got uh I got my money's worth. I had a I had a blast.
0: Mike, I gotta hand it to you. The uh it was a smaller wedding. That's an intimate. An intimate people. affair. Yeah, not weirdly small. No, I think it was a but the sweet food spot. was great, the booze was great. Thank you. I barely knew anyone there so I could dance like an <laughs> asshole and not feel like I was embarrassing myself. Like it was the perfect it was the perfect like like drive-by wedding like I, I hit it like everything yeah. perfectly it was great
1: that's how I felt about it too and I was I was getting married and it was a perfect drive-by wedding yeah. well
0: maybe the reason I actually had you in mind or top of mind for the show today was because you're such a wordsmith and I I mean I knew you could tell a story Mike but you gave a speech at your wedding was I mean was that off the top it was just like a pretty th-
1: much it was I had some idea of what I wanted to cover and it was one of those things where after it's over you think oh I, sh- I meant to say this and that but but uh I don't think yeah. so. I
0: think you you it was like a, the best Oscar speech of all time you hit all the people that helped you you listed the academy that's then right you did, I think, l- yeah then you my parents you got really touched you, you there was a touching moment I think was your sister there my sister was there yeah I think she was crying yeah
1: yeah yeah i heard you were i heard you were got a little choked up. i
0: got a little weepy mike i got a little weepy the softer side of chris came out yeah well
1: it was it no it, i felt very emotional and very happy um and you had uh, all the right people and uh it it all came flowing out and um
0: you just let your love flow that was that was basically like the, theme, the theme of the wedding <laughs> yeah um i uh i thought the theme of the wedding was queens and, and, and all things Queens, I thought you were,
1: well, it, you know, it's weird cause that we had it at Flushing town hall, which is a beautiful venue and people have seen the pictures. You need to, I tell them it's Queens. They can't believe it's Queens cause it's on the inside. You're in like, a you
0: know, that's my second Flushing wedding I've ever been to. Uh-huh. Not the first.
1: It was the other one a Chinese wedding? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, um, there are no, no, no aquariums and, and we did not change our outfits. Um, at all during the course of the ceremony
0: no you did throw that you did throw the uh, the curveball religious sort of ceremony in there I think it was Buddhist we or...
1: had we had a Tibetan Rinpoche right who was a friend of a friend um, give us a blessing towards the end of the ceremony
0: it, uh, the, theme of the theme of the too. wedding
1: was kind of like it was a combination to me of like like some kind of 60s Buddhist kind of on-the-beach wedding and then, like, 1965 Palm Springs yeah. wedding. It felt, and, uh, it felt
0: like Alan Alda should be there. Like it, <laughs> like, and that the next scene was going to be, like, three months down the road.
1: <laughs> it's, um... No, I, you know, again, I, I'm biased,
0: but uh, it, w- it was beautiful. There are videos of, um... The weather held um, out. It was, a, I, I mean, not to, yeah. not to beat it to death, you had a good wedding. Yeah, and it's worth talking about, because yeah. it was a good time. Every We, like, drove home... My wife sang her uh, infamous rendition of "Lose Yourself" by Eminem for everyone <laughs> in the car, which is always a good sign. We could have asked the DJ to
1: hand our mic.
0: You know, I gotta say that DJ, though he hit t- all top forty, he was a good DJ. He well, we mi- he mixed all his songs. Every song yeah. blended like he was a true DJ.
1: Yeah, I mean, a couple of days, but we had a certain idea of what we wanted, which is that we wanted like, like you know, Cheesy a classic fucking. disco funk kind of like. Made, hardcore, and then um, just but we wanted everyone to stay dancing, and then any younger people he who wanted the, to he dance. And he he did he did a really good he job. He kept with the that.
0: crooners off the fucking off the the system, and I think that that always kills a uh-huh. wedding. People think they want the fucking Dinos and the the Franks and all that shit, but slows it down.
1: No, and I mean you talk about um, the Chinese wedding kind of stuff out there in Flushing. A couple the most of the people who we had, like photographer and the DJ, are people who work. You know, That's for the, as part of those crews, so they're very professional, you know, people. Yeah, and uh, he was—I
0: mean, he, he was good. He, weirdly, this new trend in weddings is to play the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme, like not play. Oh, that
1: was that was played, wasn't it? Yeah, and it uh, was yeah. played.
0: peter and Becky were talking about it being played at another wedding, and then I heard of it being played like last weekend. It's like it is strange. Yeah, I it's. Is Even like play at my wedding as much? As
1: I, yeah, <laughs> maybe there is some sort of DJ um, kind of like dare meme kind of thing where like DJs get together. Will Smith say, has yeah. I, of played that, songs. I played that. I played that. I played <laughs> that. That uh, uh, first a... Prince of Bel, Bel-, Bel-, Bel- Air <laughs> thing at another wedding. <laughs> like, as done. By-
0: there's like a pool, and the first guy who doesn't do it, like we were not in Philly or California. It was just so yeah. I it know. Was so random, and it's not like and it's like ninety seconds long
1: with that show. I yeah.
0: It's not a. It's like it would be like playing the full-length "Welcome Back, Cotter" theme, which I think made the the charts at one point, right? It did, yeah. Like you hit that second verse. Mm -hmm. Um. Got to like a lot of cool things. (laughs) Is that really from the? I don't know. You're gonna meet some stereotypes, but they'll (laughs) all get along. (laughs) Yeah, welcome back, welcome back. Go be into gambling.
1: I saw I saw a, a picture of, um, Gabe Kaplan. of Gabe Kaplan the other day. Uh, mustache from a, man. No, this is from a, like a, a nineteen man. circa nineteen seventy seven Battle of the Network Stars. Um, Battle of uh, the Network he was Stars. Pretty, he was pretty. Was, pretty he a, was he an announcer or was he? No, he was a, con- a contestant. This is in his wow. Welcome Back Hotter days. Wow! And he was pre- wearing the tiniest pre- little micro shorts. World
0: Series of Poker. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: This is just one. He probably just you know
0: was a celebrity. Made, yeah which is weird because they've rebooted that Battle of the Network I'll Stars. It. Yeah, it's but it, they, there are no network stars on it. It's all fucking washups that haven't had a show in 10 years.
1: Plus, I mean, it would now, be like
0: if like fucking I don't know, the guy who played Barney Fife or something was on the Battle of the Network Stars in the 70s. Like it would,
1: yeah, plus again, they're the, supposed to be we're celebrity stars. Over, we aren't celebra- like this is after like 30 years of celebrity overload now like seeing these people out there like but you don't want to see Ian fucking kind of...
0: zeering out there like no one cares about yeah, like yeah. what Screech is up to they've already done that like it yeah. should be who, who are there network stars right now?
1: No no, who it'd would be this, like the cast of CSI
0: against the cast like of the, Law and, and Order yeah exactly
1: be, no it'll be all the different Law and Orders
0: against each other
1: <laughs> and all the CSIs it's like
0: oh it looks like Las Vegas Ooh. is, is ahead on the board <laughs> is, I, uh, is that <laughs> Belzer? yeah I didn't know Belzer was so good at discus Belzer might be dead. I have no idea. Um, no, I saw, I,
1: saw him, what, I saw him on some show where he was hanging out with Christopher Walken.
0: Recently. Wow. That's fucking yeah. weird. That's weird. Were they both wearing sunglasses?
1: Um, no, no. Christopher but look,
0: Walken from Queens. That's right. From Queens. The theme from of story, today's yeah. show is going to be Queens. Because I noticed one thing at your, at your wedding, and, mm-hmm. it, and it, I found it interesting. They had all these pictures up of Louis Armstrong. And oh, you right. could buy them from you could buy these photographs in fact i had actually bought one at one point for my mother mm-hmm. but there's in Jackson Heights where you live there's a Louis Armstrong museum right
1: well his home he lived in uh,
0: in Corona so how much fucking of Queens is claiming this motherfucker like two places are the Louis well, Armstrong spots
1: well one is his actual house right it's the restoration of how his house was in the in the 60s i think it was and um you know a lot of people I mean, a lot of people are obviously aware of it, but Queens, that area, Jackson Heights and Corona. I live in Jackson Heights now, but in the starting in like the 20s or something, it became a uh, a neighborhood where a lot of um, musicians and performers lived, like Broadway people originally,
0: and then now they live a lot in of jazz, a
1: lot of jazz um, uh, artists lived out in Corona. The
0: non heroin ones. Uh,
1: yeah, it was kind of like middle. It was because you
0: know people because the heroin ones are in Harlem. They were well, all, yeah, but well, plus people
1: up. people don't think about this but performers didn't uniformly all used to be wealthy right it was a you know or
0: baseball players no well I mean yeah they all had jobs in the off season right right yeah that kind of stuff so hey Duke is pumping my gas it was was like middle class (laughs) yeah right
1: I just bought a refrigerator from (laughs) Jackie Robinson Louis
0: Armstrong's (laughs) working down at uh yeah. Yeah, so he they did um, that jingle. Did so those houses that? So Oh, those, those yeah. There. So there are
1: tours like uh, Queen's Jazz Tour or whatever. All right. Queens so they're music just Tour. they're
0: just trying to So
1: the Queen's the the Flushing Town Hall has kind of a lot of exhibits related to the jazz they, and music
0: history. If it, Okay, here's a, the a, here's a funny thing I've thought about multiple times. And then we'll get to sports. Why do we celebrate jazz so fucking much? Like jazz as jazz had a shorter lifespan of popularity than hip hop. Hip hop was invented in New York. Huge monumental people were from Queens itself. There's no, there's no Run DMC fucking museum. There's no Mob Deep museum. There's no, like Queensbridge and Queens and Hollis. Like was a hu- hugely influential part of the hip hop scene. That's still a top a, a top performing genre. Jazz lasted like 15 years.
1: I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess Not, I, I would say that. Hip, there is a lot of like hip hop. Hip hop still is huge business, right? And right, but I I would be surprised if there isn't some kind of like hip hop tour of the Bronx or hip hop tour of, of Harlem or something like that that'll take you to these places. But like, why are Um, there?
0: Why do people? When people come to New York, why do they want to go see a jazz, a jazz show? Let's go down to the Blue Note and see some jazz. Like jazz has been relevant here, since before like Donna Summer.
1: People like it, man. What? I don't know. I, I, you know, I got. I don't begrudge jazz any, any popularity it might have. I don't. I never really got into it that much. Well, because, nobody really gets into it. But they do. musicians like, do. I think it's one of those things where it's like, okay, now, like, unless, unless you know, your parents listen to it, or you came up in an area where people listen to it a lot, or you're a musician, like,
0: or you like hung you, you out. You decide with to sort of get into Heathcliff, it, but like, Hustab-
1: like in the past ten years in my life, you probably wear this. I've gotten into opera, right? What? Yeah.
0: Ugh. I go Nerd alert lo- Yeah No lo- yeah. Why? To be contrarian?
1: No Because I really enjoy it
0: The music Or the Both. Or live
1: Both I especially love the live If Like I well, wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't be fucking, into the music that's So much sports. if, I, if I didn't That enjoy shit's it, incredible li- the, I, If I didn't enjoy The li- live performance But I think it's the same thing With jazz though I don't think anybody Well I guess people would be People kind of do They're it. like yeah. This is
0: Miles Davis With Tommy Two-Tone Texans On the drums <laughs> if They only played together One time oh, so You could do that Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, but that's
1: what hip hop's gonna be like fifty years. No,
0: it won't be. Hip hop is already hip hop started in the seventies. I got some.
1: I got some Biggie deep cuts coming.
0: Hip hop has been around for forty fucking years, Uh and people still think it's a flash in the pan. People don't want to give it the credit that it's due. It. That's all I'm trying to say. People think jazz is so fucking influential and fucking Like it's, it's fine. But like, why is hip hop not mentioned as a great New York entity? I mean, it's.
1: I think it is. I mean, again, I, I don't—not by the same people who like jazz usually, but um, well, that doesn't I, have to. I think it's still a, a, a big deal. I don't think it's I, that, I don't think it's getting short shrift because of jazz. All let's right, put it that fine, way. Mike. I feel like yeah. Why did the I write this? Guy, to ask exactly. Why did I that bring fucking <laughs> question? God, I wish it wasn't for the July.
0: Man, I wish I just had some softy here to throw lobs. Oh, i sorry. Yeah. So, Mike, you want to talk about Phil? Yeah. Do you?
1: I got well, I got some I got some. I, some thoughts about Phil I haven't been able to get off my chest.
0: So, one thing I'm upset about family. with Phil is that every talking head on the radio is like, go back to Montana, yeah, Phil. Stop saying that shit. Yeah, We I, don't I want don't, fucking oh, Phil in right. Montana. <laughs> for,
1: for, for, I you were looking <laughs> at it from the
0: Montana perspective. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't
1: realized that. Stop making it be like, <laughs> go,
0: go back to shit town, <laughs> shitty pants. <laughs> Do some fucking yoga in the goddamn woods.
1: First place, I, I know, look, I'm as as we were talking about on the on the knicks uh cry fest that we had a couple months ago um obviously phil was not the right man at the right time for that job and i don't i never had any real affection for phil jackson as a player um i don't i hardly remember him as a player um as a um as a opposition coach i hated him and as a coach generally i thought he was overrated Um, but i mean it's it's hard to tell because he always, you know, won with the best talent. Which is, there's nothing, you know, you can't sneeze at that because a lot of people don't win with the best talent. Yeah. But but at the same time, you know, I don't feel he's ever been. Wow, look look how much he's contributed to this well, to this what, uh, thing. What was
0: his fucking job? Like, was his job to be the coach that, or was his job to be a president? With the
1: yeah. Yeah. So that's that's part that's, of it too. I feel like, like they just
0: weren't up front.
1: Look, he got hired by a guy who, really, doesn't seem to have
0: a and phil said i don't want to coach because i can't sit yeah. down for longer right, exactly. than one minute a yeah.
1: day i mean that, he's obviously that's, not physically at, yeah. at this point in his life he obviously wasn't physical physically no, up to he's the fucking job quasi he can't of fucking walk running around. a franchise right. either from the sidelines or from the, the front
0: office so he came up with a harebrained I, but, scheme he would bring in Derek fucking fisher to just be his puppet and try to run this organization Well, though, I, I guess the first thing is look if someone comes to me. you
1: if 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 James Dolan, James Dolan phone comes and says, to me here's a here's, here's a here's like, a million dollars and I just and run my run the Knicks like do w- I get
0: to play in sure shot too
1: can, hey can I it'd be like hey can I show up to, to work only three days a week yeah sure and can I uh can I work from home uh from Montana the rest of the time yeah fine no problem it's hard to say why wouldn't I be cashing those checks right so I I can't hate on Phil like well it's what not was like, Phil's
0: job to do to draft like
1: Well, again... I I always thought
0: he was good at at egos, right? He was good with...
1: That was always how... That was always the rep was, but obviously... But Melo broke him? But the... uh, No, I think part of it is, as a man who's getting a little older myself, Mm -hmm. although I'm not quite in Phil Jackson territory, like, you get to a certain point in your career, first place, he has piles of F.U. money, Mm -hmm. right? Secondly... He's he's got a handful of rings. Yeah, he's done all these things. He's he's coached Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Shaq, and now he's going to come and, and and run an organization with Melo. Obviously, he's not going to be. He has no mo. No so why fear, do do it? Right, he's got no kind of like. He Just
0: wanted to fire Herb. He was I, like, I, <laughs> I got to fucking fire that guy. I think There's it's only like when someone you
1: know someone gives you that money and then they let you take the job on your terms and do whatever you want. Then his I, it's relationship hard to say no. dissolved.
0: He that he had a uh, tough he had a tough run.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know a lot of I don't know a lot of that stuff, but yeah. I, I mean, mean, that was
0: a weird conflict of interest too. That his yeah. lady friend was running the Lakers, Yeah, right?
1: Again, it's like the kind of thing. That's the you, why would you offer a person like that that job on those terms?
0: But it's funny because he they offered a coach, uh, an executive position, and then offered a player a coach's position. Like, mm-hmm. it, right from the jump, it was dumb.
1: Yeah, I mean, I if you look at if you look at the job that he did, right? there always seemed to be a lack of um, urgency <laughs> on mm-hmm. Phil's part, right? Like, oh, look, um, Tom Thibodeau got fired or – Well, uh, he got uh, handed a fucking a pile got of tires, or something though. like that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to hire a coach. Don't worry. We're going to hire a coach. I got somebody in mind or whatever. It's like, wait a minute. You've got to try to, like, get, figure out who the good people are and go well, to get he, them. He, he, it's yeah. like, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, he yeah Jeff a, will still be He there never coached a
0: team that didn't have a superstar sitting there already. Like he That's never did, it. he never I mean, did. It. He walked into a fucking superstar situation, in both in both Chicago and L.A. Yeah, but New York, he wasn't a coach. All he had right. to do was manage the books, as far as I was concerned, and and show that there was a plan in place.
1: Well, tip look, I think a, what you would expect, what I would expect, hiring a guy like Phil Jackson, if, if, you know, if I'm not just hiring the name like Dolan obviously did, is hiring a guy who knows the business, knows the NBA, knows right. the personnel, knows. Who's a good coach knows who I talk to if I want to like get this free agent, all that kind of stuff. Even and pick up yeah, their phones. No, but he he clearly at that again at that point in his career was not wanted to get through on minimal effort, right? Like he never did, and you never saw him do anything that was kind of like aggressive or um, you thought, oh, this guy has a plan, or this guy really you know is so really made a good a good play. You know, where is
0: really, well, I mean. The weird one is is that Porzingis is probably his best play and everyone hated that pick when it happened.
1: Well no, okay, so that being said, or okay, so you know, all the negative about Phil, which is to me like he was semi retired in that yeah. job and he wasn't what he once was, and whether what he once was was ever that great is still an open question. That's the negative and that's what you got. But on the other side, where if you look at where the franchise is today and where the franchise is after Isaiah Thomas or right. after Previous, previous. If he had that, uh, yeah, we're not. I don't feel that bad about where the fran- franchise is, he, as I have those, other points because in, there in were, history.
0: He had much shorter reigns. Like if he well, had fucking, but believe me,
1: three years is enough time to, to. He had enough time to trade away all our number one picks, right? Like he only had one. Well, two. No, he got two he, had, two. he had he had two and he did but I'm again he could trade he could have already traded off nineteen, right. nine, 19 right. He uh, could have Billy King twenty nineteen. He could he
0: have done in three years what and Billy King did to the Nets in. Twenty nineteen and
1: 2020, 2021 We still have those picks. But I the think. thing is
0: I think the Knicks would be fine with that. I think the Knicks would be Knicks fans would be fine with Fucking the future for a couple oh, of like no, I don't think playoff so. appearances
1: I do no not well, I wouldn't
0: I, I I don't I mean what, I think what I do think Knicks people, fans want what do they I, want what
1: I want and what I think most Knicks fans is to see like a good team in the garden you know I mean like just some excitement and some some winning and some or a star, in a star playing like
0: a star even right yeah. like even if you even, so if, you were taking, even if you were so then why let Phil choose eight, that fucking eight. jabroni from France instead of oh I think that was a good pick really yeah why, why the let best him pick? pick at all? No way.
1: That was the best pick at that position, I think. That guy is
0: that Monk g- is such a better player, and I don't watch I've uh, never seen either one of them play. I just like him better. I think which one but
1: in the draft to me in the draft, you want the player with the with the bigger upside. And to me, TikTok Tilakina is- has the has the the much bigger upside than Monk, who I mean, is Monk going to be I think, any better than I think Tim it was Hardaway tep- Jr.? I think it was
0: a temperament call. I think he just wanted a guy that would come in and play no matter what because he was going to take the opportunity. I think
1: he, I think they have a lot of – they have – the one concern I have with the pick is that they they are too in love with their Euro – I don't know what their Euro scouting Dolan is. Dolan just doesn't want a player Whenever. to
0: overshadow him. He doesn't – like, I, Dolan's going to go after LeBron again. again. That's, like, the, the only thing he could think of. Like, I don't think he wants anyone to shine brighter than him. Uh, and that's why There's never a superstar in New York That's why Oakley is like ha- Filing no, a lawsuit um,
1: I don't know Obviously Dolan has Personality problems <laughs> and But is
0: Dolan on a is Dolan, not, is Dolan Could this be the The resurgence of Dolan Right in He what just way? fired like, Phil Right Like the ball's in his court He could do something cool And people right. would be like Dolan right. isn't that Like he could get New yeah. Yorkers back Right now, yeah, well, again, you have to do can. like two more things.
1: I, I, I'm, like, I, I'm a Yankee fan, right? Yeah, I rooted for the Yankees, obviously, when we had the worst owner in the history of sports, right. right? So, so I will root for the Knicks with Dolan as an owner. And if the Knicks win, he can ride in the parade and everything will be great. Um, it's I just won't, the- but he'll always be who he is. I don't feel like he's the kind of owner you, you can't win because of. I mean, yeah, he could, he has to pick somebody good right I mean, he's willing to right spend now. money. Uh, Isaiah to, is still working for him, yeah. so he's got I mean, loyalty. Kind, he can do, te- I mean, he could do crazy, like hire Phil Jackson, or he could bring back Isaiah, or he could do any of these things, or he could go out and get, like, a solid general manager who, even by accident, like, knows what he's doing. What right? if
0: Sam Hinkie wanted to come to New York? Uh, How would you feel about that?
1: I don't know, you know, um... It's to me. It's I don't know like who, general managers. I don't know who, who I feel. Str- I don't have strong feelings about like any of these people, right? Like, um, what if I? It's what they do. Back. You don't want Isaiah. I don't back? want Isaiah because he like it's more kind of like the off the court stuff. Isaiah has his his strong parts and I mean his strong points, and some of his strong points are in the evaluation of talent right He's, he he dra- over the years he drafted and a lot of good players in Toronto and and he even spotted some people in New York right. i don't like his 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 i think as general manager he started to get into this position of wanting to sort of talk about overshadowing or whatever wanting to make a name for himself by making the great trade or making the we don't need that guy. We need somebody
0: who's just gonna—he
1: was good. Not at do anything
0: stupid. Getting talent, but not for the positions that were. Needed. Yeah, and
1: then it was also oh, I have this opportunity to get Marbury, you know, like, and I'll do this trade or. So your as, building
0: blocks right now are, Aaron Gomez mm-hmm. from Philly. Thank you very much. Uh, Porzingis, Porzingis probably right. Melo probably. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know. What's yeah. his name? Til- Tilakina. Tilakina. Uh who probably isn't gonna start. So what's right. now Drew Holiday's off the books. Now Kyle Lowry's off the Like there isn't yeah. there isn't a point guard. You're gonna get Derek Rose back. Um
1: Yeah, I know I don't want Derek Rose back. But yeah, I we are look, I, I guess we need somebody who's gonna like keep a seat warm or keep the uh whatever the expression is for Tilakina, right? He's gonna like
0: um, but shouldn't there be somebody there that, like, is good at playing the position that can, like, show him? Now they don't have to run the triangle. Hornacek can go crazy. Okay, just you say got something. a that's, decent That's my coach? thing is
1: the triangle, right? Like, I just want to say one last thing about Phil Jackson. What is everyone, the triangle? Well, that's exactly right. Everybody – first place, everybody wanted to uh, – one thing I'm relieved with, with the Phil Jackson saga was that it ended so fast, right? I was surprised. Right. It didn't drag it out to become this big tabloid kind of drama. And then um, – uh, but at the same time, like, people started to get this idea in their head. Now, he did stupid things, especially towards the end with this bad-mouthing Porzingis and the brass. Right, press and, and only
0: all. working out potential draft choices with the triangle.
1: Right, falling asleep when he was – I don't know if you saw that story, but, like, some No, but some I mean, Phil Jackson is probably
0: that, on so many fucking painkillers. Right, I don't, I don't yeah, so it, he, he, old, was, he fell
1: asleep while, some, while he was um, uh, working out some prospect. Josh Jackson. But I'll just say this about the triangle. <laughs> Like everybody like latches on to this triangle hatred, but it's like what It's is like it? Obamacare, right? Like the more people hate it, the more you can be sure they have no idea what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just look, it's, it's a, a it's a
0: it's a complicated classic NBA way to shave office. your pubic hair if you're a lady. <laughs> like I can't.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I, it, it's it look it's it's not like any one thing, but it's a whole system of like plays and cutting and movement, right? And evidently from I don't I don't I'm not a I'm not a X's and O's. Uh, graduate of the... Uh, of
0: the basketball arts. Yeah,
1: but he... Um, uh, it's complicated. And, you know, the way the but game was played motherfuckers, like Dennis very, Rodman, against, he, he never against. learned
0: it. He was like, I don't know, filled the triangle, whatever. I just kind of, like, stayed in my... Like, that's,
1: that's... I mean, again, what it is to learn the... Tr- he must... The people learn some plays, right? Like, again, Dennis Otterman, you know, you can excuse him if he did not have... Uh, um, a role in the offense right right but like kobe knew what he was doing you know shaq knew what he was doing on the at some point on the but on that was because Derek fisher and, was and running Pippen it for him. like I, the thing is, is like you had
0: to have somebody run it but i it guess what i'm you. saying
1: is look i'm not saying that that phil's insistence on the triangle was a good thing but i'm saying the triangle is not the problem with the
0: knicks necessarily right and but what is the problem with the Knicks? That's what I want to know.
1: Is they don't have. They don't have. First place I really think Carmelo has turned into a problem. Um, I was a long time defender of him, and at the, end, at the end of last year, I started to sort of really be depressed watching him play, and now he doesn't make. I'm bag- kind of, of real. I'm really turned where? off by like. I mean, this last thing where I saw he was he was evidently had word he had bad things to say about Porzingis in the press because I don't, Porzingis you, had something nice about the I triangle. I, I mean,
0: I don't. Th- Whatever Melo says, Melo does so many nice things for the for the world and for 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 the people. He loves his wife, sort of. Melo is a great guy. I I I think people are kidding themselves when they think he could go to a place like Miami or Utah or Cleveland and score twenty six points a game. It's hard to see. The thing is, he's just not knocked down anymore. He just doesn't have. He doesn't have. He's basically. He's like a bad Kevin Love at this point. Like, a not-so-good Kevin Love. Right. In some ways, I mean, he... um, And I like Melo fine, too, but what the fuck? Like, they ran Jeremy Lin out of town at the height of his popularity. Why can't they run Melo out of town? That was just... They brought him there to, like, get LeBron. Didn't work. Get rid of him.
1: I mean, part. I mean, I think the Mello problem is like, who would, where would he go? Like, where? LeBron where could would take him? him.
0: LeBron would take him. Really, you think yeah. he
1: could play on the on that team? I, no, I, he I can't. Mark couldn't play there. But me, he, the, but Mello would not. Darren play with Williams that couldn't play
0: there either. Kyle Corver just got a three-year extension. He didn't really play that well there. Sh- Shumpert, uh, uh, Jr. It's where fucking bad Knicks go. Um. Yeah, but
1: usually they go there and get better and play better. Like Mello
0: might if we had a little pressure off of him. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you
1: know. Maybe Mello can go to uh, Indiana.
0: Mello's just not clutch. The thing is, like well, Joe Jesus can go to Utah and fucking have a monster playoff game because he's just clutch. He's got mm-hmm. that thing in him. Right. Mello can't hit. A shot when it counts. Well, Melo can't even a fucking free throw when Melo
1: can is one of those players who has to have the ball in their hands all or in his prime, right? He had to have the ball in his hands all that, the time but to do that. In that era, thing.
0: everybody did. Right. Dwayne Wade. Right. but Daly. that's how. He,
1: but you talk about the triangle. That's how he played, right? Like, and now he still does that, but he he can't do what he used to do. I mean, he's still a very good scorer. but at the Same that, time, you you have to you have to take off like fifteen seconds off the shot clock for him for to get a his step twenty back points. Fucking three so, it's like that um, and that's and whether you're running the triangle or whether you're you're playing for mike d'antone that was the craziest story i heard all this week by the way did, i don't know if you heard it no. was Mello to
0: um to houston. houston i've heard that too it's like
1: well, did, wait is mike d'antone still the coach in houston because those guys from what i understand talk about running people out of town
0: i've been hearing danilo gallinari's name being thrown around a lot i thought he was gone <sighs> from the league there's yeah. he's a person that people are like oh what about I danilo know, i'm I like know. wait
1: th- I know Nick fans. A lot of Nick fans everyone's are in this all jacked weird about kind of like uh, um, fantasy, like alternate reality about th- where Danilo Gallinari. They got was rid this of him at player. the right
0: fucking time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the Danilo doesn't matter anymore. This whole like J.J. Reddick to the Sixers, and everyone's like, it's a great, it's a great <laughs> fit. I'm like, why? It's not a great fit. J.J. Redick is a fucking overpaid, quote unquote sharpshooter. He's gonna be garbage.
1: Yeah, I there's some people that yeah
0: um, they're like I think they, they think just thought the Sixers needed to spend money. They're like, oh, and also it's like the idea of JJ
1: Redick different. has is an NBA professional at this point in his career, and Philly obviously needs players who have been around the league a little bit. But why? I'm, well, because we got Nick Stauskas. It's it's hard to it's hard to really win with t- with players who are just all like out of one year of college.
0: They they're underestimating TJ McConnell's fucking ability to run the point it's d- disappointing to me. Anyway, it doesn't matter JJ Redick is a Philly. Hey, Alex, how are you? Is a 76er. I just had to sneak that in there cuz it's always about the Sixers at the end of the day. <laughs> All right, Mike, yeah. I wanted before you before you go off of Phil. Uh-huh. Um I just want to know if they hired you. Mike Davy gets hired. Big mistake. You're at you're at an Eagles concert. <laughs> Dolan's opening up with the Sure Shot. <laughs> He sees you doing your da- doing job. your dance, the 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 dance, yeah. which is like a kind of an arm roll fade back. Yeah, it's. I don't know what that's called. It's a classic move, and you do it well. Thank you. Um, he sees that, and he says, "Fucking, I remember Mike Davy from the All Star Game back in uh, '94."
1: Oh yeah,
0: I'm gonna give him the job. So he gives you the job. What do you do? Not knowing anything about like. You know how the league runs, and you the you know the bargaining.
1: I get a defensive coach. I get like a guy. You, likes, you
0: fire Hornacek right out the bat, right off I don't, the bat.
1: I don't, look, I don't fire him just to fire him. But the guy I want is somebody like a Scott Brooks or a or a uh, Scott
0: Skiles. No, just
1: kidding. <laughs> or uh, Tom Brown. Thibodeau. Yeah. Or somebody like that who's like a defensive coach.
0: Tom Thibodeau's had his day. No, I'm I, don't, saying, I, don't,
1: I I agree kind of, but but I want someone in that mold, right?
0: I would, go, kind of I would go after, after. Spolstra. Um, I don't think you could get him. No, either, I know. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Um, what about like – like there's got to be a guy that's just sitting around. No, there around. is.
1: I'm sh- I think there is. Yeah, probably. But who, like, who
0: is that old guy you could dust off and he'd still be – Oh, have old a, guy you yeah. mean? Yeah. Who's got a little fire uh, in his belly still? Uh, I was thinking Lenny Wilkins last week. But no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Jackson's too old, but Lenny Wilkins. <laughs> Just uh, breaks out the suit. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, so, so you got Mike Fertella, um, uh, Lyman. No, Lyman's out there. P.J.
1: Carlissimo.
0: Uh, you know what? No, no. <laughs> it's, it, if you want to fucking get mellow out of town, that's the fucking way to do that's it. That's how it would be, yeah. But I mean, I, it would be no. I, w-
1: I don't want a guy who's just like uh, you know some retread who's like you know cooling his PJ heels on NBA fucked. TV. P- PJ got
0: fucked. He actually um, did a great job in Brooklyn, um, but like Brooklyn's coach now apparently is very good. Get like some dude that that coached under like Jerry Sloan or top, or uh, what's, uh-huh. what Popovich, right? Is, aren't those guys around?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, those those are the hot coaches now. That's who the, the Hawks got. One of those guys. I think we can get a Bill Belichick assistant maybe to coach <laughs> the coach the Knicks. <laughs> it's like awesome. that's what the Spurs yeah. are, right? Like yeah. it's like they just get yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Romeo Cornell Mang- will be coaching Johnny. the Knicks. Ne- <laughs> Mangini, you get Mangini. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be coaching the Knicks next year. But um, I mean, there's I, I don't know who remember who was the the, sh- the short coach on the Nets for all the, for those years who was supposed to be he was like a man a man genius Scott uh, Scott uh, Skiles. No, what's this, he was a. A bald dude. No, Scott something. He was very something. short. He was like... He was Scott like, Burns. But, Scott... something. Yeah, I forget his name.
0: Ma, it's yeah, funny how these fiery guys come guy. and go. Because he, right? like, well, he, he had the unfortunate... Like, he started his career like 20 and 2. Like as an interim. Yeah. And everyone was like, he's a oh, whiz kid. Oh, and okay. That little ginger man.
1: Yeah, so anyhow. So we talked about it last time. And I mean, unless there is some personality religious issue with Mark Jackson, unless there is... I would go for Mark Jackson. Why? I don't understand why Mark Jackson isn't coaching
0: the Knicks. It makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. It makes perfect sense because even if he's just the stopgap, yeah. which he wasn't everywhere he's coached.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, he did. A a g- lot of, I mean, he it, did a lot. I mean, Steph, You know, you got all these great players, but he did a lot to make the Warriors who they are now. I, I mean, I believe
0: you can't. I mean, he might, he might want to. Didn't he? Wasn't he like the general manager over there too, or something? I mean, he might want to be more than.
1: Yeah, and I, from what I understand, there were a lot of personal – like uh, behavioral issues. Uh, like he made everybody pray well, all the would, time. He's churchy, but like, so who else, cares? That that flies it, in New York. Yeah,
0: like I, I people. It's weird because Phil was a New York guy, but people never treated him like a New York guy. Well, but yeah. Mark Jackson comes here and he's gonna get treated like yeah the second coming of Charlie Ward. He's from Queens. Well, I, no, I mean, but he was also in Nick. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. All I'm no, it's there. true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well you want to go Queen, why don't we go Brooklyn? Let's get fucking Chris Mullen. He's over at St. John's. Yeah, right,
1: yeah.
0: Just tearing um, it up.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what's, what, what he's doing with over there. but
0: I think he's losing. Is he? Yeah, yeah I don't think he's doing well. Yeah. But he gets to coach against Pat Ewing next year. I know, next right, year, yeah. So people are excited for that for one day. Yeah. What about Kareem? He never, got the, he never got a shot at coaching.
1: Yeah, I don't think he wants to do that, though.
0: He he definitely does. Didn't Kareem always want to coach? Wasn't that his thing? And he, no one ever gave him a chance.
1: Probably. I mean, that's probably true back then. Yeah.
0: He was on The Bachelor a couple weeks ago. So he's available. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why did he, he did he make the cut on The Bachelor?
0: Uh, he. I've seen. What Kar- you mean, The Bachelorette? Kareem is no stranger to reality TV. By oh, okay. the way, I don't know if you remember, there was a TV show about, uh, like, platform diving. They had celebrities jump off of like high dive like Greg that game, was the whole great.
1: show or was it just part of a whole like other sports thing no was it, just, it was just like, diving. celebrity platform and it was re- diving <laughs> yeah
0: and it was it was really cruel I guess that it is it had like Joey Lawrence, who had crazy fucking oh, hair plugs funny. he didn't want to get his hair wet
1: how long ago was this
0: hold on okay. you're, you're, there, I think like I think there was like Richard Grieco or something like okay. there was a, that kind of guy uh-huh. was there there was an actual like X games guy who was sort of an athlete like a real daredevil then Kareem who basically just did you ever play that game Mouse uh-huh. And at the end, there's a diver guy, right? Yeah, falls off the thing. Well, that's
1: why diving is such a perfect idea for a celebrity thing, right?
0: Yeah, but Kareem because
1: just, you can't Kareem, mess it up. You, all you have to do is like fall off.
0: Are you kidding me? He's 70 years old. He's seven feet tall. I'm not saying you can't get it,
1: hurt, but you can't like
0: you, you can't miss. <laughs> no, you can't <laughs> miss. But they were going off like the top. Yeah. So the best, the cream of the crop, the best person on the show is Louis Anderson. Oh, who man. Who was having, like, religious experiences, like, trying to overcome his fear and basically just doing the craziest belly flops ever and everyone get gathering around and being like, Louie, we're so proud of you. <laughs> I only lasted two, two episodes. I don't know who That's won. That's amazing. Oh, wait. Joey Lawrence was the host. That was the kicker
1: that is a brilliant I mean in some way you couldn't do like celebrity home run derby right because like because they suck it would have to be anyone can fall off a platform exactly right yeah
0: (laughs) anyone can fall (laughs) off a platform (laughs) it was it was (laughs) the worst anyway so Kareem had came back he's available um all right Mike Phil Jackson good riddance you would hire Mark Jackson and then you would run I think what you've got to have one free agent pickup before you but to, just to get well, people excited I don't excited. Know, I
1: mean I don't know why we're not going I mean maybe I maybe maybe it's obvious and I'm just not aware of it like in terms of salary cap but the like, you know the Gordon Hayward thing is going on right Fuck now that guy no okay whether or not like, but I I don't understand why the Knicks don't even think cuz that's cuz exactly, that
0: dude doesn't want to go to New York he wants they to need, go to one place to play with his, his They need coach. they
1: need a, a like essentially like a two guard right like a really good two guard yeah so, they need they so need like that like, um who, who else would I would I think about getting? Um,
0: what about Demar Derozan?
1: I would love him. I would love Kyle Kyle Lowry. Kyle I would, Lowry would have been a I good would love fit. Kyle Lowry. I'm thinking um, Kemba
0: Walker is a good person. Yeah, to Kemba come Walker would to be good. New York.
1: Another guy who I'd like to see, if it's possible, is um, my one of my favorite players. Maybe my favorite player in the NBA these days is Hassan Whiteside. Um,
0: I think he's I think he's a Heat. I think he's a Heat guy. Yeah, he probably I think, is. I mean, he's like I mean, actively actively Miami is the kind of place Gordon where they they, they,
1: they they can treat you nice when they want to and. You know, they might be making him feel special.
0: Miami also has no state taxes. Right. That's a big part of it. It's a big, big thing. Uh, On that point, Houston made some big moves. Did you follow it? A little bit. Chris Paul's in Houston playing with James Harden. Two players I don't give a lick about. I I don't like watching either one of them play. And Let me tell you something.
1: I mean, I don't see how this is. We were talking a moment ago about the triangle offense and about coaches. First place. I do not like Mike D'Antoni as a coach. Okay and you, to me what happened this year was the best and we're, it was he was not the, co- the coach of Mike, the year Mike D'Antoni is in a nutshell which is yes he's he, for his, the spread offense or whatever you want to call it that he runs that he kind of patented in Phoenix back then you can score a lot it's of called points run and gun. Like Don Nelson whatever. invented yeah, it whatever that is right he's really good at it. but a you got to play defense and B although I know that they, they were a good defensive team, but he's not a defensive coach and, and B when the, when the, you know you get into the postseason, you got to be able to play more than one way. And, um, well, they wrote, they rode James Harden into it, the ground. It's a
0: weird, it's a weird pickup where I feel like they, where they were lacking was in that Dwight Howard area. And, mm-hmm. and they went and doubled down on, right, because on that's a player who player that should have gone Anthony to the knows. Spurs. I felt like, it was i don't know i guess it's thing. no it's, a it's like one of these things like
1: he ha- he has one trick it's like if he could have five guards out there he would have five guards out I there i know but right? it's not
0: it's yeah well i think we're going to quickly forget or have a mismemory about mike D'Antoni being the coach of the year this past year cuz mm-hmm. it's bonkers to me that he was the coach of the year I, I i i think it's predictable that people would give him that award again i'm not as impressed i with mean him i guess this. the best coach in the league wasn't even in the playoffs at all so it like it's it's hard to say what a good coach is. Um, I, yeah. I agree with you, though. I don't think he is a, a good coach. I don't think Houston is going to be good next year. No. I mean, I think I they'll agree. have to be good enough because they've got egos to, to to make it so. I don't think OKC is going to be. Yeah, I was going to say any better. I think they'll be better because
1: I, I really with think with Paul that, George. I think when you looked and to me, yeah, the, they're in, a better a, team. They've got yeah, a better yeah, player. Yeah, exactly. And I think when you look at, was at where
0: they in over his head.
1: Right, and es- essentially what they – I mean, they traded Serge Ibaka for Paul George for one year. Yeah. Now, what the, really where they came up short in the playoffs last year, you could see it was they had no other scorer outside of – I mean, it was painful to watch anybody else try to score the, the ball on well, that they, team. Yeah, they, they, Paul, they, uh, Paul George will fix, uh, will, uh, will fix that problem. He'll help. Um, I'm not saying they don't have any other problems, but I mean,
0: I think – I, I think that Sabonis is good. hmm and, yeah. and is good they just weren't they were too green to, they're not to good enough
1: on. to like be the second option and also on Scott Brooks team.
0: isn't the coach anymore it's that fucking yeah. dipshit from Florida and I don't think he's that good at coaching
1: yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not totally sold on him yet I mean I hope locally, again, Oklahoma it,
0: City falls off the fucking face of the planet I think <laughs> I think Westbrook and Paul George are both gonna leave next year yeah and, I, I think so too and I think Oklahoma City is gonna be like alright and who, you know what neither one of them will <sighs> go to the Knicks no but who cares well, we're, do, I you want, do you want do you want the Paul Millsaps, the Paul Georges, the George Hills? I want I
1: want Rus- I want the Russell Westbrook's, Yeah, you do. Yeah, for the next few years I would you still take Rus- Russell Rus- Westbrook. Le- I can't even Russell Westbrook.
0: I I just don't like his. Oh, I love him. Stupid face, <laughs> and I don't like anything OKC. Okay, but I could see why you would want him. I I think that aim for Kemba, hire a new coach, and then. Implement the no advertising Throughout all the whole season The no sounds during the game
1: Yeah, that's right All the oh, yeah, time All the time
0: Ruin the one thing you have going for you Which is the best sounding And arena. then Tilakina jerseys for everyone Yeah You get to spell it I'm going to get you. You get tell them how you yeah, exactly, want to spe- exactly. How it's spelled <laughs> on the back And then they do it It's custom exactly. Alright Mike We got 15 minutes left And we talked about the Knicks a lot mm-hmm. But there is another season happening right? No, I'm not going to talk about baseball because baseball, I mean, do you have any thoughts on baseball? We don't ever talk about baseball. I'm on a big, show. Yeah, I'm a big Yankee fan. Yeah, whatever.
1: Um, I'm I've been very happy up until the past couple of weeks. How the season's going? I'm not surprised with what's going on right now. I mean, do you they listen need to Yankee baseball on? They're a year or 2 they're two away, but
0: on, and whatever CNBC, uh, what, whatever, whatever, they're on now, WCBS,
1: uh, with uh, with that old John guy Sirle- and that old lady. John,
0: John
1: Sirle- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, I I remember listening to. Like um, Phil Rizzuto, as he got older, and it was—it um, was a long so story interrupted to. by some exclamation that the ball was leaving the park, which and it wasn't, and the guy caught it, and that's pretty much what John Sterling is now.
0: John Sterling is—he <laughs> I tried to listen to a game the other day just because I was in the shower and I, I couldn't even get <laughs> into the start of the game. Like I was just like oh, I'd put it, put the radio okay. on, and he's all, "This is John Sterling," and it's just. <laughs> what's the w- susan? susan what's she Waldman. susan's just interviewing people randomly right yeah whoever she runs telling into. some
1: some story about she's like oh look talking. at this exactly. i ran
0: yeah. i ran into kent herbeck outside
1: yeah like, right that's yeah exactly it. that that is what what listening to a game is like and
0: he's yeah. like it's long yeah it's hard <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. wide. <laughs> it's deep down my throat. It's weird. His his catchphrases are the lamest. Yeah, so, yeah. And the end. That end. The Yankees He's, win. He sounds like Kathleen he- Hepburn or whatever. <laughs> Catherine Hepburn.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <It> actually, yeah. <laughs> He's now doing that because of his um, his uh, premature um old age conditions. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he's going to be there forever and people would say he was a Yankee great. I can't, I don't even think that Yankee fans like him that much. I just noticed that he's annoying as is all of baseball. I think they're juicing the balls and it's still boring. Like, how is it boring? Is it 162 games?
1: Well, one thing as a Yankee fan, I'll tell you, it's less boring when, when the team that you like is winning. Right. And if the Phillies were winning, it wouldn't be quite as boring for you. I don't. Th- as it is.
0: I don't think that's true. Yeah. I know no one on the Phillies. I pay zero attention. I
1: know because because they're, they're bad, right? If they were good, but I know all the players on the Sixers. I've I know the on, entire lineup.
0: I've kind of I, I followed the Sixers yeah. intently while they while they threw games. Yeah, baseball is just lo- it's it starts in April, ends in December. Uh huh. It well, has these-
1: basketball goes on a long time now. As my my now wife will constantly bringing I mean I station. guess
0: yeah you, like you turn on podcasts right now and it's all like people talking about the draft and free agency yeah. and the NBA no one's talking about no, that's baseball. true that's true I mean it doesn't have that people like, are not um, going to watch this shitty sport in like 30 years no way the people are going to watch it
1: it's true and there, I mean there's no interesting like stories or personalities currently I I, I agree with that but, I
0: um, just bring steroids back it's the easy
1: because no. <laughs> no those guys were like I mean, like really, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire are,
0: like yeah, they the, were fun the heroes. We need there was like I, a I there was like a it. crazy like acne I think
1: what happened is like everybody just kind of like kind of got tired of listening to baseball players. You know what I'm saying? I like, guess. I mean, um, they, but
0: now you got to listen to writers and old fuckers, even Mike Schmidt, that are like, back in my day. There's always yeah, the back yeah. in my day thing, and yeah. it's like, but in back in your day, what? Like, yeah. Back in your day, you didn't have. You didn't allow black people to play. Like, <laughs> well, my, <let's laughs> give Mike Schmidt a break because <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's true. It's true. But the, so, yeah. this, so I, this thing's come up recently about sportsmanship in baseball, and this is the one thing I want oh, to ask really? your opinion on. Yeah, there's a, something the people are think think isn't very sporting. Also, like throwing at a throwing at a player oh. to hold a grudge isn't very sporting. But. Has baseball ever been a sportsman game? Well, and sports does it doesn't generally.
1: I mean, do like, we
0: need sportsmanship? Is the question first place?
1: What uh, I think I think there's two things. One is, look, the stuff that happens in the game that's like physical and dirty and you know, especially before there were cameras like showing everything and and breaking and like showing everything in slow motion from 15 different angles. That to me is part of sports, right? And that. Has been, you know, I mean, look at hockey or whatever, right? That has been chased out of sports as they become more televised and more kind of consumed by you mean everybody. The, the dirty play yeah the dirty play spiking uh throwing it throwing at a batter but um, that's the fun
0: shit i'm uh, not I'm, that's not what i'm really talking okay. about i'm talking about sportsmanship i'm talking Let's, about again, like that's what bunting saying. on jim abbott like you know like oh, no. shit that like shaking hands after the game this whole well, idea say, that again, we have i make to, like, i make
1: a distinction between like the shaking hands after the game and like the bunting on jim Ad, abbott or even like like you know i mean talk, go back to basketball like you know, the kind of stuff that goes on in basketball games, like hard fouls and that kind of stuff. But that shit like, is... To me, is, that, that stuff is just like the, the, the side effect of being really competitive. Stuff that once the game is over, that you don't act like an idiot, right?
0: Yeah, but that's what's
1: changed. To Chase me.
0: Utley slided into right. that dude and fucking him up. Right. Like, to was, win the game, everyone's like, that's not sportsmanlike. But, it, well, I, but yeah, he just did it. He just did it because he was being competitive. It's
1: a, d- look, it's, I would say that's
0: a dirty play. But it's still a play. Whereas to me, sportsmanship is This is a sport is that one like, time a team hired a midget to get, like, right. walked. You know, like, uh-huh. it's, it's just always been... <laughs> people were chewing until two years ago. Chewing tobacco. Jimmy Leland's probably still smoking butts in the dugout. Like, yeah. the dirtiness is what is the... It's yeah, the, I,
1: I mean, I agree that, like, that has all been... A lot of that stuff has been chased out of sports by the... Like the intensity of the TV coverage. And but the, I don't agree with that. Okay. Because
0: you, you've got UFC is like the most popular sport in the world right now. I think.
1: But it's not, but peop, but like it's not being shown, like the highlights of that are not being shown on like the 7 o'clock news or whatever I just to think that
0: baseball is like trying to be something, it, it, and it always has been, like this whole steroid thing. Mm-hmm. Like they made steroids. They made that up. That was baseball saving baseball by like not making steroids illegal. Oh. And then going back and be like, we don't like that as it turns out. We're a golden era of sports. We're America's game. Writers have to tell you if you can be in the Hall of Fame. The best uh, players in fucking baseball, the most home runs and the most hits aren't in the Hall of Fame. It's stupid.
1: Well, to me, again, it goes back to what we said. I mean, let's talk about like, you know, Phil Jackson, right? So everybody's, oh, Phil Jackson, get your pitchforks. Let's run him out of town. He's horrible. Triangle offense. Oh, no, triangle offense. Like these people just you know, a bunch of ignorant assholes on the internet who just kind of mouthing off and it's the same thing with like steroids. I mean, to me, to me what's kind of brilliant or what's so like incredible when you watch the whole steroid story was well, he's, there's Roger Clemens and he's, 38, 40 years old. And he's throwing the ball as fast as he ever did. And he's doing things that no player at that age has ever done. And there's Barry Bonds. And his head is swelling as you, as you look at it. And, and everybody knows he's on steroids. And no one, think, no one will go up to Roger Clemens with a microphone and say, Hey, are you perhaps taking steroids? Like, there was an easy fix. There was mind. an easy and fix. And then when it, when it comes out, the guy's taking steroids. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he's taking steroids. Well, that's I, –
0: I don't – Lenny, Dy- Lenny Dykstra was asked when he came – to play I think the 94 season And he was jacked mm-hmm. And they were like Lenny what happened in the off season He said I started taking vitamins uh-huh. Like he was just like I'm taking steroids Like right. he he's too dumb to Get away from it and they did ask him But writers become They want to be f- friends yeah, exactly. and whatever yeah. What the easiest fix Would have been for any one of these guys To just sit in front of Fucking John McCain Or whoever fucking made him sit in front of mm-hmm. Congress And say yeah, I took steroids. Guess right. what? It was an illegal substance by federal standards, but it was not an illegal substance by the game that I, by the company I worked for. Mm-hmm. They did not test for this. As soon as they started testing for it, I stopped using it. And yes, it was a crazy decision, and you can arrest me for taking, admitting to taking a illegal, illegal substance. But everyone would have forgiven that guy. Like that guy'd be in the right. hall of fame. Right. But they all sat there and, like, did the whole, oh, I hope this goes away, too. But like, I guess what and, I was and, to... at the, and Bud Selig was at the top of the fucking right. food chain being, like, the last cool thing that happened was an old man hit a bunch of, well, played playing a bunch of games. Like, he had Cal Ripken, and then he had oh, nothing. yeah. And he had to come up with something, and he... Well, and, it's tr- I
1: mean, I, I guess what I was trying to say, though, was, like, I don't, look, I, um, again, I don't like Mark McGuire. I don't like um, Roger Clemens and these people, but... I don't hate them as much as I hate all the writers and all the people exactly. who never, who saw it happening before their very eyes. Look, I'll say something right now. You know, Ser, um, uh, Serena Williams, at 38 years old, was apparent or 35, something like that, apparently washed up, right? Hadn't won anything. Changes her coach, has a new fitness regimen, and is winning grand slams like nobody's business. Now, I'm not saying she's on performance enhancing us drugs, but shouldn't someone at least ask if maybe you're on performance-enhancing drugs? Well, that's,
0: but that's libel, like, that's right? Isn't that no, like... Well,
1: you, not to ask somebody a question, because it's like...
0: But what's like, hey, wrong with st- being on performance-enhancing drugs? Well, like, you take it all all the way back to, like, Lance Armstrong. Well, like, the, the ends definitely justified the well, means. Well, again,
1: if we... You know, there, if you unpack the whole Tiger thing... Like, Tiger Woods.
0: And, like, he definitely was on roids. Like,
1: well, it, look, if you want to say... If you want to look at the whole story, the issue of, you know... Uh, like philosophically about performance-enhancing drugs and is it fair or unfair or whatever, that's all a legitimate issue and it can be unpacked. And I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't know how I feel about it. But by the same token, you can't have this, this culture that says they're bad and then see people obviously doing it and then... And praise not, them as, as as the exemplar of the sport and and not say anything when it's your job to report the truth but about but then the sport.
0: retroactively keep them yeah, out exactly. of the hall of fame because you have right. a vote yeah it's exactly. Cr- i've never it's, even and, thought uh, about and, that uh,
1: it's it's crazy these people all saw someone obviously taking like performance that's, enhancing drugs and now they want to criminalize it and now, them and now it. they want to blame them because nothing was ever done about it i you know
0: yeah but that's but i've never asked a writer why he smells a little bit like cat shit I mean, I should. It's <laughs> obvious he does. <laughs> no. i was just playing. Um, speaking of... that's was great. I, I could talk all day about steroids for yep. some reason. So you mentioned before we went on air, because uh, I, I feel like this is, has the opportunity to be a real Mike and Mike moment. And you asked me if I'd seen the 30 for 30, which isn't oh. out yet. But Mike, you know a guy that made the movie? Oh, well, my, my good friend, Mario Diaz, uh, who
1: uh, I used to tend bar with. He's, he's a... Um, Mariano. He's an editor York, and director, Mario and he's Wells. done some 30 for 30s. He, I know, directed the one about um, um, the uh, Livian Hernandez and El Duque. Um, and, oh, and he right, also, right. And he also did one about, I think, um, Roberto Clemente. Is he a Cuban um, dude? What's chance? that? Is he Cuban? By he's, any chance? Um, he's Puerto Rican. Okay. And, um, and he, he was the producer. Didn't El Duque come from Cuba? Uh, El Duque came from Cuba, and so did Livian Hernandez. Um, Clemente was was DR, Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, no, no, he's, yeah, I think he was Puerto Rican. I'll bet you five hundred dollars. Right. Okay, keep going. So, um, uh, so he made the Mike. And oh, so so he was a, produ- a producer on the Thirty for Thirty that is going to be televised, I guess, and in the next few months about Mike it, and the Mad it's Dog. This
0: month, but you said you saw a Tribeca. I saw a Tribeca. He, so there was a, as we go off air, okay. Mike. I want to know, is it good?
1: It's very good. Um, I don't know if you Give us li- some spoilers.
0: Well, one no, thing that
1: kidding. was interesting was at the, and I didn't know this whole story until the um, until the documentary was being um, you know promoted for Sundance. I mean for Tribeca, but they had this thing where after 9/11 there's this story that um, you know, obviously they were talking about that instead of <laughs> the Knicks that day. And um, they got into some kind of like thing with a caller about like uh whether people should be loyal to america or israel and like some kind of weird anti-semitic kind of thing and people like phil mushnik and other people like say oh they said these unthinkable things on the radio and like they're horrible and no one could ever find a tape of the of the of the show so uh, of that particular show so they'd ask them about it in the um in the documentary and